You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. If you got tickets to go see Taylor Swift, would you go or would you donate them to it? Um... Die-hard fan. Well, I mean, if I had Taylor Swift tickets right now for this specific Taylor Swift concert, I would definitely sell them because that would make a really good Christmas. Huh. The way they're going, the way they're going, I mean. Oh, my God. You would gouge people? No. I mean, it's the going rate, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. If you're <laughs> joining us, you're listening to Bubble Bath Stories. I am Nikki Trends. And I'm Manny Oso. And this is, I'm sure, your new favorite 15-minute podcast. Yeah. Um. Well, today we're going to talk about the world's most hated company. I mean... I mean, apparently that's what they are. That's what everybody's saying. They're one of the most hated companies in the world. Can we just talk about how, like, some... Okay, this is just another example of something that was supposed to make life easy. Yeah. That actually doesn't. Um, and also, what the, f- it feels imaginary. Ticketmaster, if you haven't guessed <laughs> by now. Um, imaginary, it feels like. Do you remember, um, going to the mall or calling in or looking for, going to FYE to look for a ticket for a concert? No. No? I'm- it was always online for you? Yeah. No, so, I remember going to the, how, I remember going to the mall and going for when did you go to your first concert? How old are you? <laughs> when did you go to your first concert? So my sister took me to my first concert. It was Britney Spears. I'm assuming how old were you? I was like twelve. Or so like. what would you say? That was probably 1999. How old were you? Oh my god, I don't remember. 1999, I was in Florida. So this is like way before I was in Florida. So whenever like hitting, whenever Oops, I Did It Again came out. Man, who do you think you are? Of course they were still selling tickets at the mall. Anyway, I People were still going over. That's how you got the best ones. You had to make friends with somebody. No, no, no. You had to make friends with somebody at the box office, like at the guest services or at FYE. Usually my hookup was uh, Marlene. There's this other dude named Ben. He worked at FYE. And he, he would look for them. I don't know what he did, but he got me some good tickets. No, I always... Now, got, though... I got everything online. The way you got to do it now, it's tough to get a ticket. I almost, like, kind of give up on going to concerts, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, what was the last concert we went to? It's just such a hassle, you know? I mean, first you got to get around the amount that you're going to pay. Because there's no such thing as a good, cheap concert anymore. Well, so let's talk about what happened with Taylor Swift. Yeah, what uh, brought this on? For all those who don't know, I think there's going to be like a January 6th of Ticketmaster. So how far back days. on the timeline do you want to go? Do you want to go when the thing crashed a couple days ago? Or when the problem really started before the pandemic? I mean, here's, here's the bullet points. Taylor Swift's most anticipated U.S. tour. The Eras The Error, whatever. Most anticipated as apparently so sold out pre-sale that it canceled general sale. So tell us what happened. Tell us what the what happened. So if I'm not mistaken, Ticketmaster gave out too many fan verification codes mm-hmm. and they only had... Let, I'm going to give you arbitrary numbers, yeah. right? Let's say they only had 10,000 tickets uh, per like 10,000 fan verifications. Right. Apparently, each verification allowed you to buy six tickets. If anybody is smart or a scalper, they are going to buy six tickets and scalp them. Yeah. So let's say 
all 10,000 quotas are used, but and they all buy six tickets. That's yeah. like 60,000 tickets sold like that in yeah. a second, right? Most arenas only have what? Like 60, the, I'm, she's doing big shows. So I'm so, saying 60,000. Yeah. Let's say 70,000. That leaves so very many little that are affordable for regular people to go to said concert. So this happened on the 15th, um, just maybe about three three days ago or so. Mm -hmm. The regular tickets were supposed to go on sale today as of the recording of this it, I, on the 18th. On the 18th. The regular tickets were supposed to, but all that was canceled until they figured it out. So on the 15th, the, the site crashed because they had no way of trafficking a billion people when they only expected a million and a half to actually log on. They weren't prepared for eight billion people. It was it was nuts. Like it, it, whichever story you read, regardless of the media you choose, the numbers they, they just don't make sense for what they should have been ready for. Yeah. So when I was reading it, they were talking about how they only expect when people do those uh, register for pre-sale stuff, they right. only actually see on average forty percent of the people actually come back and actually do the pre-sale. Okay. You know. And, and from that, they only get on average three tickets for each person to get sold. Right. So let's say they just expected that. Well, first of all, it's Taylor Swift fans. Post-pandemic. 40%? Hell no. All of them came on. They all came on post-pandemic, got more than three tickets. You think, you, you think it's just going to be two people and a friend? Which is always like weird. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's gonna, and you it's don't even let people number. sell tickets, buy tickets like that. By the way, you can't just buy one ticket. <laughs> I mean, imagine so, if this was Beyonce's tour. So, like, my whole point is that it, regardless of where you're reading the story, every single one of them, like, the math is hitting us. Like, us who aren't in the industry are reading mm -hmm. it. Like, how did you not get that? So apparently it happened in the UK right before it happened here. What? It happened before it happened here? So, so did they not learn yeah. from the first one? Yeah. So, and you know, it's nuts when you, when you go back on the trail. So the, it was like, it was like a powder keg moment because back in 2018, uh, Taylor Swift was supposed to go on tour mm -hmm. and it got canceled because of um, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then the lady released like five or six albums. Because she had to. Because she had to. She had to. And so like, it was just like, oh my God, people just want to hear it. So when she finally goes on tour, yeah, it broke in the internet in the UK and they didn't even prepare for it over here. Can we just talk about the kind of star power you have to have to not just crash a ticket site, but to now have people of Congress, mm -hmm. the Senate, speak out against Ticketmaster and want to do an internal investigation. It's it's pretty nuts. Um, like when you when when this kind of stuff happened, like you always hear, oh, this concert's coming out. It broke the internet. Yeah. This concert, it broke the internet. Um, you're right. Politicians don't ever get involved, and it's been the same problem the whole Absolutely. time. Um, so right now, I guess they're trying to look into them as far as if they're violating any kind of fair trade or any mm. kind of... Um, um, it, it's, it's All that, that has to do with the monopolies and everything, you know? 
Because, what, I think in 2016, they merged with Live Nation. Yes. Which basically made them the only people you can buy tickets from. Mm-hmm. And they were also buying out ticket um, resale companies, too. I mean... Like StubHub and them. Jesus. So it's what like... What those tickets are reselling for or what they're being asked is, like, disgusting. $60,000. Yeah. Is like, that... Those are the prices you were seeing? I saw $60,000. Like, how does that even make sense, though? Who is paying sixty? Like, I want to know who paid that. Like, no one. No one is paying. There's no way that somebody's paying $60,000 for those tickets. I mean, I would have to be sitting on Taylor Swift's lap the whole fucking concert. Yeah, like, like what are you getting no out of way. that? But it's also just gross, right? Like, you can't even be a fan. Yeah. Because you constantly are feeling like you are getting scammed. Yeah. Um, You know, the people who didn't necessarily have fan verification codes... Didn't even get a chance to buy tickets. And you know, to be honest, I don't... Like, it, it makes it feel like if you don't get those verification goes, that, like, you're you're just not a fan, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which, which sucks because there are a lot of shows that you miss out on just because the things that are... The tickets that are left over, nobody can afford them. That is absolutely true. I mean... You know what I think another problem, too, happened is that... um. I think we were talking about it before. I think it might also be a generational thing that they probably thought about. Because mm-hmm. lately, when I look at concerts uh, post pandemic and when I look at events post pandemic, a lot of the tickets don't really sell until like closer to the event. And when we were talking about it, you said, no, 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 people are going to buy, I'm going to buy. No, you're absolutely right. I think because of the ones I'm looking at, like I was thinking, for example, uh, when that nostalgic emo concert in Vegas yeah. was going on. That didn't start selling out so closer to the event time. And that's, I guess, our generation. We didn't want to do it until then. Because I guess we got we were thinking, oh, I don't want it to get canceled because of this. If this comes up, blah, blah, I blah, mean, blah. that's a possibility, too. But these Swift fans were like, no, hell or high water, I'm going to go see her. I mean... <laughs> I like I said, I don't even bother to look at tickets anymore because yeah. it it feels helpless. Like unless it's in an outdoor field somewhere where you might get an opportunity to go. But fuck, man, remember Michael Bublé? Yo, I was gonna say we because <laughs> we live in New York. And yeah, New York City. so all the time the tickets are and, crazy well, Chappelle, expensive. Chappelle has a whole joke about it. Yeah, where he, where he says that for the price of a a Madison Square Garden ticket, uh, you could go take a flight to Florida to Miami and have money spared over to come back home. <laughs> um, we went to go see Michael Bublé. Uh, those things were how much? And this I mean, was in Long Island, not in New York City. I they were a lot cheaper than they usually go. So New York City, that. it would have been like three hundred. I think those tickets were only like eighty less than hundred bucks. Yes, but it also got rescheduled. Do you remember? Because of the pandemic, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, that was the last concert we went to. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, that's what I'm saying. That a lot of I feel like even when I ask people, "Hey, do you want to go to this or do you want to go to that?" It's always, "Well, let's wait till we get closer right. to the event." Right. Because right. that's what I'm thinking. Like, people our generation are like, "Well, what are they? It's canceled." I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. You tell me. You. I want to know, folks. Like, are you apprehensive about buying tickets to events as soon as they go on sale? Like, are you thinking, I mean, I am. 
I'm not gonna lie. That's why it takes us so long to buy airplane tickets. That's true too. But I think this is just an eye opener too. Like, okay, Taylor Swift, but who else released an album? Beyonce announced a tour. Rihanna's back doing music. I mean, these are artists that people have been screaming for mute new music yeah. from and now they have it and this is like an eye-opener that once these ladies go on tour once these things happen yeah have you learned how to fix the system or are we just going to continue to have this problem where f- real fans aren't getting the opportunity it feels like we're going to keep having the problem because because <laughs> like, it's not like this just happened and we haven't seen this happen like in a year in the summer it just happened to bruce springsteen and blink 182 they were both both those were going on tour same situation happened it wasn't as huge as global because they're not taylor swift (laughs) but it was the same situation you know so i don't think it it matters like if it's a global pop female sensation or a somebody that they know is going to sell tickets regardless of when or where they go on tour how do you think they can fix the problem then i don't well, apparently, the way they want to fix it is by breaking up Live Nation and Ticketmaster. Well, but what is that going to do? Yeah. You know? it's. I don't... I what don't do you know. Think, how do you think Taylor Swift can fix it? I don't know if there's a way to fix it. Mm. Like, once, once a show is too big for a small venue... It's just it's so many hands in the pot. You yeah. know, I try not to go to huge concerts. I like small venues, right. you know? Yeah. Most of the time, they're more independently run. And most of the time, it's a better show, a more intimate experience. Um, if it's a big show, I really like fields. So at least I can walk around and not have yeah. to be stuck in one place. I will say this. On the topic of concerts, yeah, ladies and gentlemen... Duckies all across the world. Stop fucking throwing things on the stage. Oh, right. The actual fuck. Why would you in like, why would you throw things on stage while someone is performing? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? I've seen water bottles. I've seen, I've seen it all being thrown. It, it doesn't like, why do people do that? Skittles. Why? Like, are you Skittles? Are you saying I don't like this show and you, I don't get it? But also, then you spent money to go to said show to then do that to the performer. Yeah. What the fuck sense does that make? You want to know why we have to spend more on tickets? Because more security, more barriers, so that people aren't doing dumb shit like that. <laughs> Speaking of the amount we spend on tickets, uh, we talked about this before. So you're not completely against. Um, prices like 100 200 bucks for ticket oh, prices, right? I mean, of course I'm against it, but I get it. Like, I, yeah. I get why it has what do to you be mean? expensive. Well, because, you know, you got to think about it. The venue has to pay its workers. The stage people who put the whole fucking concert set together. The people working the lights, the audio, the backstage. The, all the, like, all those people need to get paid, and they're going from show to show, and they're breaking, they're like, you know, they're breaking things down, putting it together. Who else do you have to pay? All right. like, well, 100 200 but when when is it too much, though? I mean, that's up to you. If the minimum ticket for a nosebleed is like $300, you're wild one. Yeah. Yeah, on, that's too much. level. Yeah, yeah. If it's but, a spec, that's all I see, no. But if you're paying $300 because you want to be closer or $400 because this is, you know... 
maybe the last time you're seeing your favorite band or the first time you're seeing your favorite band, then yeah. Or, like, if you just like to splurge and treat yourself. But over 500 is, like, for any seat. What do we pay for Coachella? Like, to me, spending that money is worth it. If it's an event I'm traveling for, I'm making, you know, like... So it's a formula, right? Yeah. For me, it is. Definitely. But... I wouldn't spend a whole lot of money for seats. I would... When we spent for Coachella, we're walking around. You're as close as you want to be. Right. Or as far as you want to be. Right. You know? But it's still, it's an event. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a couple of hours. So like. I wouldn't, I go from anywhere depending on who it is to like 80 to 150. When they interview the people, like I was listening to an uh-huh. NPR interview and they were talking to <laughs> one of the executives from uh, yeah. Ticketmaster, right? And when they interview these guys and they talk to them, like, it, it's like. They stop and they say, okay, let's talk about the prices, you know, because that's all anybody wants to talk about, <laughs> you know, and I'm elaborating here to make it sound a little more, you know, normal, but basically the interviewer is like, oh, so why do you guys spend, t- I mean, why do you guys charge so much for a ticket? And the guy's like, oh, well, we, we don't set the price for the ticket, the artist and the artist team sets the price. And they're like, oh, but you get a percentage, right? Oh, of course we do. Okay, well, what about the fees, the exorbitant fees? Oh, we don't set the fees. The venue sets the fees. Oh, but you, like, you guys, don't you guys own some of those venues? Yeah. Okay, well, what about, (laughs) it's like they don't take responsibility for any of it. I mean. But yet, they're they're worth over $4.5 They're one of, like, the 700 most successful companies in the world. There's no way they're ever going to go out of business. This whole thing about these uh, Congress people who want to try to separate, it's not going to happen. <laughs> they're really powerful. <laughs> they have lobbyists. They have, they have their own of everything. So I don't know. I think it's just one of those monsters that we might have to deal with. It the, sucks. Is Ticketmaster more powerful than the Swifties? Um, you guys tell us. I think so. I I guess we're just gonna have to watch to see how this unfolds. And you, as of this recording, Taylor Swift is worth four hundred fifty million. Live Nation's worth two point five billion. I think. I mean, she's almost there. I I I think Live Nation's more powerful than Taylor Swift. <laughs> you heard it here first. Manioso thinks that Ticketmaster's more powerful than Swifties. Has no reflection on me. I think the Swifties are more powerful than Ticketmaster. And I believe that the Beehive will come and join forces with the Swifties to overrun Ticketmaster. But I do so stand with my Swiftie do fans. Do not. No. No. That's all Manny's thinking. That has nothing to do with me. But we were going to pay attention to um this story as it unfolds and you can find updates from our instagram facebook tiktok youtube at bubble bath stories you can find me at got no time for this on ig and you can find me at nikki trends on ig and if you're looking to join the conversation in style you can go to our website bubblebathstories.co for official merchandise until next time bye. bye